All right. Oh, let's clap. Is everyone recording? Okay. We clap. Sweet. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not a part of the show. It's just to help us line up the audio later. You're like, oh, okay. Now we clap. <laughs> just one clap. <laughs> antibiotics right now that like make me so nauseous so, like mm. I feel like I haven't eaten in like three days oh and no it's been rough do you have what do you have the COVID or do you have something else <laughs> oh god I, I, no I do not have, I have successfully avoided the COVID in Los Angeles which is a true miracle yeah I hear so that nobody has done that <laughs> Yeah, I think you're um, the only one. No, no, for sure. No one has done it. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to, because like, I'd like to say that, like, I'm being very careful, obviously, but like, I've seen like a handful of people throughout this pandemic where I right. just feel like the chances are like shocking. And I have like the, sh- the shittiest immune system. So I'm like just baffled, but yeah, alas, knock on wood. That I have not got it and I'll survive until the vaccine. Have either of you guys gotten it? I allegedly had it over the summer. Um, they Do you called have like the me... antibodies or something? No, they called me with my results like six months later. Wait, for real? Um, what? Yeah. And you? they so, said you were positive six months later? Yes. I got a test in I didn't Texas. Know about this. Yeah. Um, on like July 1st, I wasn't feeling well and... They, I never heard from them, so I assumed I was fine. And I thought it was allergies anyway. And then I got a call from the our, like, county public health department. <laughs> they were like, I'm so sorry. We just received this test that you took in July that's positive. Um, and I was talking to, a, like, a doctor friend, and he was like— That's so fucked like, up for the... so many reasons. <laughs> I know. He was like, yeah. was it the rapid or the PCR? I was like, PCR. I was like, those are pretty accurate. Like, you probably yeah, had that's, it. Yeah, that's wild. Surviving, thriving. I didn't have thriving. the antibodies, though. I did test that. I, I just so, got tested for antibodies too because I was just curious, even though I haven't been sick since. My I brother, like, one hundred percent, had it in February, um, and tested negative for antibodies twice. So, like, I don't know. Um, I know. Who knows? Yeah, it's it's all confusing. For I sure. just don't believe anything anymore. Twenty twenty has made me like lose faith in everything. <laughs> like I every institution, every human, every yep. everything, <laughs> everything. Everyone's like twenty twenty one. I'm just like no. No, no. going to be the same pretty much. Yo, yeah. I don't have high hopes for 2021 so far. It's going poorly. My entire friend group <laughs> is falling apart. I'm not joking. So I had a cancer relapse in right. last fall. So oh bad. My, um, yeah. my like really good friend, Becca, just found out that she has this like degen- degenerative like arthritis and it's like eating her bones. It's really bad. Good. Yeah. Okay. And then um, just the other day, my friend Dayton... Uh, she lives in England. She just got married. They just got their travel visas approved. She came back to Colorado to see her family and ski, broke her leg and is in traction for six weeks and is losing her visa and can't see her husband who's in England now for like an indefinite amount of time. What? I just what? had to give my handicapped shower to her. Like oh, I just passed, passed I saw that on Instagram. I was like, nurse. who's this going to? Yeah. Like it's. Wait, that's wild. I know. How my friend that, Kelsey's taking care married. of all of us. She's like, guys, stop. Oh, stop. Yeah. So it's not yeah. going great. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Maybe 
Wednesday, things will turn around. That's what I'm hoping right. for. I keep forgetting that that's happening. Once like the curse is out, is gone. Like maybe once (laughs) Trump is out, things will just like magically start getting better. The curse is broken, y'all. The curse is broken. Curse is broken. I I would not be surprised if like Trump put like a hex on the United States, like (laughs) he's a wizard, and that. Yeah, and that the, he, when he actually like swore on the Bible, he was actually like cursing the state, the United States. And then now that on Wednesday, it's like it's all going honestly, down. It, yeah, nice. just like Florida said. Yeah, was it Florida or is it Chris I don't Brown? Know. I don't have an alternative. I, don't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. Well, that's Those a good segue. Days of music. <laughs> oh, I know, right? That's a good segue into our fact check. So we'll fact check going down for real for next time. Um, <laughs> going down just have two. for real. No, it's it's a. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Isn't I know the like song. I just don't know See, the song. I, right. I thought you were referring to "It's Going Down." I'm yelling. It was a little of both, oh, and that's Pitbull. <laughs> yeah. Which is Either way, great. glory days. <laughs> that is Jason Derulo trumpets. Mm. No, right. yes, that is Timber, yeah. Pitbull, and Kesha. I mean the other one. No, the other one. No, going down for real is not trumpets. No, no, yeah, you're right. It's definitely not trumpets. Trumpets yeah. is like and trumpets say. Yeah, that song is still on my ski playlist. I should know. Yeah, that's a fun one. I'm going skiing tomorrow. Oh, where are you going skiing? Um, the hot spot in California, Big Bear, that has the shittiest snow on the planet, but I am desperate. So. <laughs> but it's snow. <laughs> but, but it's, it's, it's snow, snow nonetheless. Yes. Yeah. I smell oh. snow. <laughs> yeah, Gilmore Lorelei. Girls quote there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did recently go back and rewatch, um, not the whole series. I went and rewatched the last three seasons because I wanted Ooh, to ouch. re, I wanted to relive. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wanted to relive the Huntsberger days, mm-hmm. um, yes. which I have a few revelations. One, I was always team Jess. Um, I'm now team Logan. We're team Logan. Team Logan. Great. For, I, for feel, I feel supported and validated there. Yes. <laughs> but I think, like, I think that team Jess is a more rational conclusion. I'm just not there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you have to take into account his like complete 180 as a character. That's, that's totally. People, but also yeah. Logan's. No one gives him any yeah. credit for his 180. True. He does a 180 as well. Anyway, but here's so a, really, a real hot take that is controversial. Please. Please. I'm team Christopher. Ew. Ooh. That's a tough one. <laughs> That's a tough pill to swallow. Wait, tell me which is your favorite part about him. Is it when he demands that she bear his child? <laughs> or is it the two <laughs> illegitimate children he had before that? Wait, he has two illegitimate children? I was actually just listening to that well, episode of if you conclude well, Rory. Rory. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was Her, just bastard. listening to the episode of Gilmore Guys um, from season seven, mm-hmm. Mary Fisticuffs, when Chris oh. and Luke get into that fist fight. Oh, so yes. I'm a, I'm a, I was listening to that episode because it's Allie Gertz's episode and we're having her All on right. next. Um, yes, we are. But... So that's a really bad Chris episode. So I might be feeling particularly uh, well, angry towards that. By the way, I'm not saying like that he was a stand up great individual. It's just <laughs> I rewatching. I just realized I was like, Luke is such a bore. Yeah, like <laughs> Luke is an evil guy. Is so like the re- like is so incredible and whatever. And Luke is like the most monotone person 
on that show. And it really makes me sad. Cause I'm just like, wait, I don't under, when I see them together, I don't under, I don't see them in love. Or I was like, at least with yeah. Christopher, I was like, oh my God, they feel like they are soulmates that like, they do have and undeniable chemistry. Their chemistry is yeah. Palpable. Palpable. But, yeah, and anyway, Luke, Luke is kind wow. of a, a toughie sometimes. I'm like, and, I don't know if they would get along in real life. Oh, they don't. I well, they the don't. Worst, yeah. No. Yeah. And I also think the worst thing they ever did on that show was bring in April Nardini. Worst character in Gilmore Girls history. <sighs> I don't think her it's character that is that bad. April as yeah. a plot device is horrendous. It's horrendous. Yeah. yeah. But I, I enjoy her character sometimes more than Rory. <laughs> Right. And I like I like I, I like the tension Roy. between the moms too. I just watched that one with Lorelai and um Oh, yeah. April's mom. oh yes. That's yeah. a cool kind of, you know, tension, but yeah. Yeah. Lazy lazy lazy. Lazy, lazy lazy. lazy lazy lazy. The lazy 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 days of season days 7 of, seven. of summer. <laughs> God, do they know another song? Um. <laughs> now that's a good episode. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um okay, let's talk about the show that we do a podcast on. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so two quick fact checks before we dive in. Um, so Carly, um, your mom DM'd us. We made a boo-boo. I know. She texted me and said, how do I make a correction? Or she goes, how do I submit a correction? I was like, uh, you're talking to her. Just <laughs> just text. Tell me. I was like, whatever. Just DM it. Monica will deal with it. <laughs> yes. I was like, I'll, I'll handle this. Um, so in our episode with Leah, um, van, we talked about um, the FNL movie and how it was based off of Odessa Permian. We said West, and it wait, we went West. I believe the movie was based off of Odessa in East Texas. Oh, we said West. <laughs> I wrote we went West. <laughs> <laughs> and then the only other one we have is that you said spiders want me to tap dance, and you're like, which movie? And I was like, Goblet of Fire. Oh, so I know. confident, it's 100% Prisoner. Of I thought you were wrong in the moment, I'm so and then I talked myself out of it because I pictured the scene, and I was like, wait, that's when Ron has the super long hair. Maybe it is. It is right. Goblet of Fire. And right. yeah, but that was alas, really. That's Monica and I are above that. Okay, so we we are a little apologize. shameful. Yeah, yeah, it was really. That's, it was a not bad okay. Moment. It's not going to happen again. It won't happen again. <laughs> Um, but without further ado, let's introduce our new buddy. Buddy. My pal Catherine from Belmont. Go Bruins. Go Bruins. Here Belmont we, till I die. <laughs> till we die. Here we go. Catherine is originally from St. Louis, but is currently living in LA, where she is the head of development for none other than Jennifer Lopez. She's in charge of producing film and television for her and her brand. And while she's not working, she's an avid baker and tennis player. Welcome, Catherine. Welcome, new buddy. And congrats on your accomplishments professionally. Oh, thank you. (laughs) There's nothing else really exciting about me. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Um, The least exciting part of me is my profession. (laughs) (laughs) So it's the opposite. (laughs) It is interesting, though. I feel like in COVID times, it's just like people are like, oh, what's like, what have you been up to? I'm like, I don't know. I work. Right. I know. I just like, work all the time. Yeah. Everyone's that's, just like all this, all this extra time for all these hobbies. I'm like, I'm still working like regular hours. What are you guys <laughs> yeah. doing? What are you doing? <laughs> so Catherine, what is your relationship with Friday Night Lights? Did you watch it young? Are you rewatching it? What's, what's the deal? You know, it's, it's an, it's a, uh, it's an interesting relationship with Friday Night Lights. I have, think I've watched the first season like three times um, because 
I started watching it later and it was like, everyone told me they're like, you would love Friday Night Lights. Like, I don't know if like my personality or what, but um, <laughs> everyone told me to watch it. And I think because there's so long seasons, it's like, I've never been able to like fully binge through the t- entire thing until like COVID times. Obviously we have a little bit more time to watch TV, but yeah. So I've, I did, I've done the same thing with like Game of Thrones and a bunch of shows like that, where mm-hmm. I've watched like this same first season multiple times. So like, this is the time that I'm getting into the show yes. and I always like it, but then it's like, I get to a point where I've watched 22 episodes and I'm like, I don't have time for TV anymore. And then I like <laughs> burn out, but I have lots of fantasies about Taylor Kitsch. So that's mm. about my, oh. my strong entry point into the show. Yes. Yeah. For many and this of was us a good one. Well. This episode for you to join. Yeah. <laughs> is game ball, uh, Riggins. I'm Tim, just saying it yeah. right now. I know we haven't even oh my started gosh. yet, but I know, but G- guys, I love me some Tim Riggins. I've been single for a while due to <laughs> my current medical condition. Not a lot of men <laughs> in my life. <laughs> and I'm also about to get my period. And I watched this episode and it was not okay. <laughs> yeah. I was having a lot of yeah. feelings, guys. When he lifts Bo, I'm going to have to, up, I'm going to have to talk to Jesus. Carries him to oh, bed. It's that was. Mm-mm. I I would maybe, you know, commit a crime too, like that lady did with Tim. I, th- yes, for sure. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's very timely given the fact that I feel like, have any of you guys watched that show, A Teacher? Yes, I was just thinking about that when I was watching it. it that show should not be like, it, I don't, I'm very concerned that that show was supposed to also be like a don't do this. This is grooming. And I'm like, I'm attracted to a 16 year old. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Same goes for Tim Riggins. Like stop portraying high schoolers as like, it's not like, but here's my justification. (laughs) Exactly. They, yes, they over-sexualize them and basically make them look and talk and act as fully grown adults. So there is every natural reason for us to lust after them. Yeah. The only thing is that it's like written in the script that they are 17, you know, like, I know. Yeah. Like, they build them out like as 32. fully grown adults. Yes. Yes. So like, so it doesn't sure. feel weird. Sleep at night, but like, yeah, it is, you know, statutory, but right. And Nick Robinson, I think that's his name. Who is in oh, yeah. the teacher. It's like 24, 25 or something. So it's like you watch it. And I, I thought they did a good job of showing like, I liked, I mean, I didn't like, but seeing like a female predator with like a younger male, you don't see that as much. Um, And like her using her position of power and all that stuff. And I think they did a good job of really showing how it messes, you know, the victim up for life. But at the same time, yeah, it's like he's 25 and he's really cute and the scenes are like sexy. So it's like, how am I supposed to feel about this? You know, like, what are you like, trying to make? I just feel horny. Right. It's, it's really like, confusing what? for those of us who are just trying to not break the law. Exactly. Yeah. We're trying, y'all. Single <laughs> women, I man. That, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that when he made the move, she rejected it and that it was yeah. like her decision. Although after he carried Bo to bed, it was nobody's decision after that right she had no choice (laughs) (laughs) but yeah yeah we'll We'll get into it we'll get into it yeah let's um dive in to season one sorry let's Uh, dive in i'm so sorry excuse me (laughs) did you just burp i haven't had one in a while take three (laughs) let's dive in 
to season one, episode 19. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It just reminds me of Shrek. I know, same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a soundtrack. Oh, a classic. Well, let's, we can listen to it one more time just to awesome. give you a little taste. That's all you get. Oh. <laughs> Again? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's all you get. So this episode is Ch 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 Changes. March 21st, 2007 is when it premiered. And here's the IMDb synopsis. With TMU trying to recruit Coach Taylor, Julie insists that she will not be moved away from Matt and Dylan. The quad rugby <laughs> recruiters and Austin deliver some bad news to Jason. Riggins becomes friends with a single mother and her son. And friends is not in quotes. I added that. Just literally says friends. Mm, mm-hmm. mm. Yeah. I don't really know if they watch the end or. Yeah. Movie dude. So, Did you fall asleep dude. in this episode before they banged? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> he just wanted to get it done. I also he just liked how they all got, how they all like blacked out and passed out on a football field from like a case of beer. Oh my gosh, I know. I also <laughs> laughed at that, except then I looked at my life now and I'm like, I would probably pass it out. <laughs> right. I did have three, I did have three drinks the other night and like fell asleep watching um, our unit one. Hmm, that sounds amazing. It sounds felt, like a great yeah. night. I felt like a, I did feel like a low point though. Like they I was like, they did buy like, they bought two like, 16 cases or what? oh it How was many? two i thought it was just like one well because jason was getting one and then riggins was getting one. Ah, yeah so let's riggins see four two four dudes and at least like 20 beer. 30 beers beer. riggins probably had like at <laughs> least 12 of them and then the other boys split like eight i'm sure is this enough to get yeah. 10 people wasted nine <laughs> bottles of vodka should do it <laughs> <laughs> what episode is that carly uh, the the wait that's season two the uh-huh. Christmas party Christmas. but I don't know what it's called yeah. I think it's literally called the Christmas party oh Christmas party no the anyway all right should we do some Texas things y'all Texas things all right I didn't have a ton of Texas stuff even though like yeah. I mean it was very Texasy I guess I feel like the father daughter dance is maybe Texasy I don't. I mean, we didn't no, have we had one in St. Louis. You had you one? Did. Yeah, every year. Yeah. And we didn't, so. <laughs> right, so, <laughs> Catherine. Maybe not. <laughs> no, no, we did. I went to one. When I was really little, but not like a school, a high school. Oh, not like a high school dance. one. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I went to yeah. one high school. Oh, okay. really? There you go. Every year. Mm-hmm. You have to dance with but your dad the pre- whole time, or do you, like, yeah. dance with other dads? <laughs> with your friends. <laughs> like, is Eric Taylor there? <laughs> Um, I oh God, I wish Coach Taylor was there. Um, right. No, but I also went to an all-girls school, so I feel like that might have something oh, to do with it. That makes sense. That does. Yeah. yeah. So, Catherine, in this section, sometimes Carly and I will write down things that were like Texas, but it's really just like childhood stuff. So it's yeah, like, I wrote down like, father-daughter <laughs> dance too, but I was like, this isn't like a Texas thing. This is just like a thing I did when I was a kid in Texas. I put a question mark next to my, I put father-daughter dance. Dance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, Yeah. I mean, I did like Indian Princess, father daughter, which oof. oof. What is that? It doesn't sound Col- good talk anymore. About cultural appropriation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I've thought about that recently. It was called literally. It was called Indian I Princesses. I haven't talked about that aloud, I guess, in a while. In right. Years, and I just, just said a bunch it and of, I was like, oh, that's what it was yeah, called. A bunch of white girls and white dads went to like cabins and like I mean, it was roasted cute. It was like a father daughter, like Boy Scouts type. 
right. you go on little oh. retreats and stuff. It was cute, but they called it Indian Princess. Yeah. Yikes. I know. <laughs> and we were, yeah. So much more. There, yeah. <laughs> I was never one. I just like crashed one. Like I was like a guest. You weren't one? Mm-mm. I think because I came a little later into that community of the Indian. Yeah, that was really, we. that was really young. That was kind of before, that yeah, was before I knew I you there. actually. Yeah. It was very, they were, there was always so much drama at those retreats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one year at the ranch, there was a whole like World War Three over. So like all the dads were smoking cigars by the fire or whatever, <gasps> but like some dads weren't. And then all of the girls <laughs> split as to who's the dads who were smoking, the dads who weren't. And they were like Ooh, all fighting with wow. each other. Clearly they didn't give us an activity while they were doing that. Right. I thought Susie's <laughs> truck and Angela's truck. I just didn't notice like women driving yes. trucks yet. So that was very Texas-y. Yeah. I yeah, I like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, what I think I meant to convey <laughs> um, was just that like when uh, Tyra's mom orders ribs. Oh, yeah. It's pretty Texas and made me want ribs. Yes. What I wrote, oh. though, was mm, Angela's ribs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't even think we saw them. It's not like I was thinking okay, they looked okay, good. Okay, Army Hammer. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's me. That's me. Um, um, I I also just put the fact that they can fall asleep outside on the football field. It's wintertime in Texas. So right. like you're gonna be good. And they were yeah. they were fine. Although Smash had his quilted jacket, which I want to get into later. Oh, yes. I the only last thing, and this isn't really a Texas thing, but just the fake ID um, yep. thing at the gas too. station just reminded me of there's a drive-through um, liquor store, Catherine in Fort Worth called Eskimo. Hut. Shout out to it. Yeah. Another cultural appropriation. I'm now realizing as well. You know what's you know what's a Texas thing? Cultural, cultural appropriation. appropriation. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We love it. Love it. We love it. I've definitely heard of those drive-through. Uh, liquor stores. I've, right? I've always wanted to experience one. Well, Here's how and, they keep the algaes from getting into their drinks in the cars, like little raccoons, a piece of scotch tape. <laughs> really? Oh, yes, lid. I've heard this. Yes. <laughs> well, They're like, this will keep them out. <laughs> yep. And like, this place is obviously lax, but my mom was talking about like in the 70s, it was so lax that she thinks like her little brother rode there on his bike and they gave him like, oh my her, like, God. Rode there on his little yeah, bike like, and was like, and they're like, yeah, sandals. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, can I have some beer? Can I have some beer? They're like, yeah. Yeah, I think buying beer was a Texas thing. First of all, the reason (laughs) they get free beer, uh, the guy lets them buy beer is because they're football players. That's pretty Texas. Yeah, that kind of work around. Finding like a a rundown gas station like that and buying beer. That's, I definitely remember people doing that in high school pretty frequently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just buying beer at the gas station in general. In Colorado, you can't do that. Or, well, now you can as of, like, two years ago. Um, but really? Yeah. Colorado's weird with, with alcohol. We used to, th- most of the time that since I've lived here, except for until two years ago, you couldn't buy alcohol. You can only buy alcohol at liquor stores. So Yeah, that's how it was in Tennessee. That was kind of Tennessee, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I remember in, in Nashville, I was, like, Valentine's Day 2016, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was on a Sunday and my ex at the time, not at the time, my ex now, um, <laughs> <laughs> He's still my ex. that's the story. Um, no, my now ex, um, and I were like, we don't, we're going to cook dinner. And they were like, oh yeah, let's go get something to like to drink. And then we realized liquor stores were closed and we were just like 
what the fuck do we do? Right. Sorry, <laughs> it my feels weird. And then they broke up. You are. Yes. <laughs> okay. You are. Right. And then they broke up because they were so stressed out and they couldn't find their boobs. <laughs> no. No. We no it does feel like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we all? Well, I mean, weren't <laughs> they all? all? Mine yes, they aren't, all are. Aren't they all? Yes. Aren't they all? <laughs> Only one of mine still is currently. Still is an oh. asshole? Yeah. That's good. Some reformed he, he assholes. will be forever. Yeah. The other one's fine. Yeah, some some Logan, <laughs> some 180s. Yeah. Cool. We love we love a good 180. Love it. <laughs> Speaking of 180s, um, Tammy and Tyra. <laughs> Tyra yes, wants to do buzz. Yeah. I'm loving their their dynamic. I'm loving it. I am too. <laughs> yeah, I, this is one of my favorite dynamics on the show, and I'm glad that we're because you're obsessed with here. blonde girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> if you look at my friend group at high school, yeah. That is Certainly. true. And find you, Catherine. Oh, wow. Yeah. <gasps> We're detecting yeah. a pattern. Shout out to our sorority name. Monica's friend yeah. group from high school, honestly, was like when y'all are all together. I mean, not anymore, but like in, in high school, y'all were like quite a, a scary force to be like there's just like what so is, many beautiful blonde girls in that group when yeah, they all say stand together is that it's like, like how it is what's that yeah it's it was a lot in texas I was, I was gonna say in texas it's just like a lot of like super blonde girls yes it's yeah definitely they i all had, like literally that, that bleach blonde well and carly you were blondish so i i was considered you a blonde, blonde. right but then, like, literally, I had one other brunette friend in yeah. high school. That was it. Wow. I was yeah, what my mom crazy. calls dishwater blonde, which is mm, the same hair nice. color. With yes, <laughs> that's a it's like sweet thing to say to She's your daughter. She's a soft, <laughs> gentle woman. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, my hair was the same color as all of the other Texas girls' hair. Naturally, they just right. Die, you know, they just keep getting lighter and lighter. Like, yeah. yeah, it's as like the years a, go on. Yeah, let's do some Tammy time. Yes. Her hair was her. especially on point. I know. And I keep saying that, but I swear it just, it keeps it was. getting better. The scene yeah. with her and Angela Collette in her yes, office. I noticed of, it. All of her hair was like over on one shoulder or something. Mm. And it mm-hmm. was like fucking Rapunzel. I don't, it was so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> um, it was awesome. And I loved her and um, Eric dancing and she was like you gotta yes. lead with your hips and he's like okay but don't lead too much yeah. with your hips she's like well <laughs> well I mean. yes that was so there were a lot of really cute tammy moments um we'll play it or we could play it now if, if you want to but i love the scene right after they're dancing um mm-hmm. classic mom when she's just like put a smile on your face we're taking a damn picture oh, yeah. and i'm gonna treasure it forever mm-hmm. yes let me find that actually Honey, are you watching? Because it's fun to dance with your father. He's a good dancer. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> and you know what? If you happen to find yourself with she a dancer so who's not pissed. so good, it pants at Julie. Oh, lead. yeah, Julie is yeah. And I find basically if you just lead with your hips, the rest will follow. You, you don't know? need to lead too close to the hips. Well, you know what <laughs> I mean. Deep. That's just as a girl, you, that's know. generally what. Come on, get up here. You try. It's fine. Come on. I'm it's not fun. going to dance. All right, fine. You don't want to go to the dance? You don't have to go to the dance. I've got things to do. Well, good. Then I'm excused. I now, love that he kind of gets mad, too. going to father-daughter dance. I'm going to pull out my camera. I'm going to take a picture of you both. You're going to look real happy, and I'm going to cherish it for the rest of my life. So y'all stop being a pain in the ass and make me happy for once. <laughs> so good. I love it. Do y'all have any make infamous for once. family photos that are like that, where everyone was 
in a huge fight or whatever. And in the picture, it looks fine. But y'all, but your family Every knows that was like the worst fight. photo. All of them. Yeah. God, that's like, which, which one? No, I, my mom is a Tammy Taylor type. Um, and is very much like never not completely put together and looking awesome. amazed, looking flawless. And our Christmas cards are pretty infamous because we would, my mom would do them and not tell us. Like we would take a photo if we were like on vacation or something, we'd all be like matching and dressed up. And then my mom would never tell us what photo she chose. We would just find out later when we were at our family friend's homes and we saw like, our Christmas them, card out on display. And no, it was never of any of us looking good. It was like <laughs> my entire fam, like my sister, my father and I like looking busted and my mom looking like, <laughs> like a, a like 90s glam model like just like <laughs> and we're like oh okay screw you That's and awesome. then we just like what a power move <laughs> oh, seriously I'll, I'll send you guys some later it's they're golden but then we got Please. to the point where once we realized she was doing that yearly we refused to take photos Started again intervening. so we <laughs> haven't had like a family photo like all together probably in like six years because we're terrified my mom is, that she's just gonna put it on blast it makes sense my mom is like uh really intense about making sure we get a photo when we're all together <laughs> to the point where it's a thing so like this last christmas there was a huge family debacle over the photo mm. and carly has a big family too so it's, it's there's a lot of especially with four yeah. or there's four okay. of us total yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so but then her oldest has three kids. So oh boy, yeah, if you had all big, that, big yeah. fam. And big this fam. year she wanted to hire a professional photographer to take our photos. First off, I'm a photographer, and my older brother works in digital media <laughs> professionally. So like every time she does this, we're like, stop hiring photographers. We will just set it up. And she's like, no, right. I want someone who's going to take it seriously. But the, she hired my best friend, who is a professional photographer. Right. Um to come back to Texas with us and do a family photo without telling any of us. And then the whole, and then all of a sudden the whole family is like, wait, what? First, so many issues. First of all, we are all supposed to be quarantining with just like, we're yeah. already breaking the rules by having our family together. And you just invited another person into the mix. So, like second of all, you're having her drive to Texas and stay with us during like our family time to take this photo. I mean, she was willing, of course. She's a super close right. family friend. But we were like, no, this is... Once my mom figured out that none of us wanted the photo and she had already invited my friend to get... It was like a whole thing. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. And then eventually, I just set up my camera on timer and we got some lovely photos. Um, yeah. But it was yeah. quite it was quite the debacle. Yes. Not to make this tangent so long, but I'll tell a quick funny story of recent... Um, our Christmas photo this year, of course, we wore masks and they were like, Merry Christmas. And then my dad <laughs> yeah, had, to wear a, he had to wear a Santa Claus beard oh, mask. Oh my gosh, this was really But the best, the best part is that we tried taking them outside and we did like the portrait selfie thing. But since he's 6'1 and his ladies are very his small, ladies. His, harem <laughs> his, ladies, ladies. his harem of ladies, he was like blurred in the background and he had this like creepy beard on. And so it looked like Killer it's Santa was like hilarious. coming out. It's hilarious. So we have all these outtakes. It, it almost looks like Bigfoot Yeti is like stepping out yes. of the forest. Like it's <laughs> like, so funny. Yeah. We have so this... we eventually went indoors and sat him in a chair and we all did it. And it was better. Ah, <laughs> uh, families. Well, speaking of clothes and photos, should we get into the fashion report? <gasps> yes, I've got Absolutely. some fashion. <gasps> fashion. Fashion. 
Should we do it for real? Okay. Fashion. There we go. Tim's sunglasses. Mm. When he mm. picked up Bo. Yes. Mm. Made me With feel things that mm-hmm. Jesus told I me never thought I shouldn't I could feel, feel before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Made me feel a certain way. Protective Riggins. Yeah. yeah, is, is he doing it for me. Like straight oh, yeah. off of the volleyball court in um what's it called? What's that? Uh, what? What's the Tom Cruise what? Air Force movie that's super famous? Uh, Top Gun. Yes. Top Gun. Yes. Yeah. He looked straight off the volleyball court from Top Gun with those aviators. Yes. 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 Um, what did y'all think of Susie's red leather jacket? At I wrote. Oh no! Wait, that's a different red jacket that I hated. <laughs> <laughs> Tyra's mom. I I hated her red jacket. <laughs> oh yes. I don't remember Susie's, More? so I must not have felt violently about it. I just it it wasn't horrible. It just reminded me of like an early two thousands thing that like we thought was cool. Like a she like fitted, yeah, really embodies jacket. early two thousands fashion. Susie does. I feel like yes for whatever. Yeah. her her thin framed glass, just her whole look. Mm, I just yeah. feel like I'm about to run into her at the mall or something. Well, and did y'all notice she conveniently didn't have her glasses on yes. for the scene that they kiss? Of course. Because who wants to go? No. <laughs> you know? Honestly, I think it would fit the older woman aesthetic even more. Yes. <laughs> One time she, I like, was... takes them off and like bites yeah. the corner. One time yeah. I had my glasses on and I was doing a little smooching. And like an idiot, I moved my glasses like up to the top of my head like they were sunglasses. And then mm. he goes, oh, let mm. me take them off and grabs them. But whenever I do that, my hair gets stuck in them. And so oh, he ripped <laughs> But then it, I pretended like I made a split decision in the moment to pretend like it didn't happen. So I was just mm. like, uh, but it really right. hurt. He pulled out a lot of hair. And then there was like clearly hair like on my, it was really. <laughs> I just like that he decided to take them off for you. Like that was like a sexy move. Like I don't like think your he was clothes. trying to be like, like let sexy me, about let me it. Get he was just like, you. I'll get, cause it, I, yeah, it was all, <laughs> Very it was a weird moment all around. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. I also had, oh, what do we think about Julie's dance dress? I thought it was cute. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. It looked yeah. good. I mean, she often Wait. wears super <laughs> weird clothes, so I was expecting something. Yeah. She looked heinous. really pretty. She did. She looks great. Yeah. Um, okay. Did you guys catch the best fashion conversation in this episode between Smash and Matt? No. I wish I had pulled no. the time code. Uh, we might be able to find it easily. But so when Jason and Tim walk out of the gas station after buying beer, yeah. Smash mm-hmm. and Matt are sitting in their car and he goes, uh, Smash to Matt goes, all you wear is Panther gear. And he's like, I don't know. It's just really, it's really comfortable. I mean, what about your jacket there? And he's like, I don't know, it's quilted or something. They're having like this whole conversation <laughs> about clothes and it cracked me up so much. Oh, They're a little awesome. like friendship. I know they're so cute. I like. Yeah. I love seeing all of them together. Wait, should we try and find thing? it? Um, I think I'll play it later okay. so we can. It's Is really that a cute. thing in Texas since people are so obsessed with like football and stuff that like people that are on the football teams and stuff pretty much just wear their like yes athletic team gear. Yes, for sure. Yeah, they just wear their football shorts and their football jackets, and they have like, and a their football lanyards. And their football yes, slides. lanyards were big. Lanyards were a huge deal. Yeah. But I will say I was really excited to like be on a varsity team and have like a 
varsity jacket to wear. I did. I got one through. That was cute. Right? <laughs> Catherine, was tennis your main sport? So I, um, tennis is more of a thing that I've actually picked up in my later years okay. in life uh, as a um, old lady that I now am. Um, <laughs> hold on, Missy's. <laughs> oh, God, shut up and get I, off of our podcast. Oh my you God. Just ruined I it. can't believe you just did that. Ew. Um, we don't well, allow sneezing. <laughs> no, I I was it was a, a theater girl. So uh, um, I mean, Sam, we were too. So you don't need I to be not, ashamed in front of us. <laughs> I did not participate in the, the sports. I did also do JV varsity track. Um, yes. track that is so was fun. mainly. Well, I did it as an excuse because if you did a sport, you got uh, out of gym. You played like volleyball, and you played like pickleball and oh, stuff like that oh, in I'm so pickleball. glad we didn't have I hate PE. excuse me wait pickleball said, pickleball yeah it's like it's like baby tennis pickleball baby right tennis. like ping pong you gotta, you gotta <laughs> yeah that's called you gotta ping pong. fact check that's, that's called ping no. pong Catherine <laughs> no like um um you've never seen those like short tennis courts is pickle like so. they're paddleboard paddleboard I'm sorry not pickleboard Pick, pickleball Paddle, but Paddleboard, paddle, paddle tennis. Okay, just to catch up our listeners real quick, we went from pickleball to pickleboard to paddleball (laughs) to paddleboard. And to clarify for Catherine, um, a paddle is like a flat wooden instrument often used for athletic activities. A pickle is a cucumber that's been sitting in vinegar for a long time. But there is yes, a game. Okay, yeah. guys, Google it. There's a game called pickleball, and I, I definitely you. have also played I was, that. But I, I think was referring that pickleball to paddle is tennis. Um, paddle tennis. Okay. Hell yeah, I was right. Oh my god, <clears throat> pickleball is a paddle ball sport that combines elements of badminton, table tennis, and tennis. Two or four players use solid paddles made of wood or composite materials to hit a perforated polymer ball, much like a wiffle ball. Those are called wiffle balls. With- yeah. <laughs> there you go. I give up. Whatever. That's I amazing. No, no, no. I'm okay, super th- impressed. Wow. Pickleball. pickleball. I want to try it. We had a game in my family it's called Peach game. Ball, oh. um, where it's baseball, the, but the ball is a peach and the bat mm. is a hippity hop. Can't hear you, Peach. What's a hippity hop? <laughs> Remember yeah, those? what's a hippity hop? Uh, what? It's Y'all don't have work. hippity hops? We are all just guys yeah. missing. Misses all misses. around. Hippity hops were the bomb they're just <laughs> basically this big ball with a hand a rubber handle on top you sit you straddle it oh yeah bounce. i just don't think i called it hippity hop well that's what that's, no called. Idea what that's, a, that's a much funner name though that's what the, that's what it was called you straddle it's like, it it's like a medicine like ball with it. a yeah. handle and you sit on it and you bounce oh. and you bounce or yeah. you hold onto the handle oh. and swing it like a bat and hit peaches into your neighbor's windows <laughs> there you go huh. that's it <laughs> That sounds violent. That sounds fun. We had a yeah. peach tree. There were peaches everywhere. We had to do something with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but going back to fashion, um, I loved, <laughs> I loved Moody Matt in his hoodie. Yes, I love on Matt's the field. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, One of my favorite. He was vibes. such a sad boy this episode. He's like, I, know, I just I can't do. It. I can't take this team anywhere. And they're all like, Shut up. We have real <laughs> problems, Matt. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, I also put, did you guys notice that Julie, more than once, they had her doing a little Amanda Bynes hair situation? 
with the two strands always in front. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I swear that yes. from 2000 to 2008, Amanda Bynes had it in her contract that she would never put her hair fully behind her ears. I agree. Yeah. Every movie she's, she's in, the man, she has Sydney yeah. White. There's like the, yeah. the things. I love them. I'm a huge Amanda Bynes fan. But oh, well. same. What happened to Amanda Bynes is the true tragedy. She's still I honestly, okay. It like she's breaks okay. my heart. No, yeah. she's doing she better. Okay? She's quiet. You don't hear anything about her because she lives with her family now. And I think she's fine. Okay. I hope so. Because she's okay. she, she, to... she is bipolar. Right, 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 right. Like, like, wait, really? Amanda, please. <laughs> so Loved good. the Amanda okay. show. She's so talented. <laughs> Love her. Um, Love her. Yeah, and then I just had that I didn't like Angela's red blazer. Or really, I don't like the clothes that she wears at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, should we do some mu- Musician's Corner? Yeah, this was a fun one. Yeah, it was kind of an interesting one. And I'm going to go a little off script oh. here. Um, I kind of, like, created a little template for this segment. And I'm... I'm just ripping it apart. I'm just starting new. So I'm just going to do whatever I want in this episode and probably going forward. So Monica, follow your heart. Thank you. Thank you. So the title of this episode is we've already pointed out changes by David Bowie came out in 1972. One of his biggest hits. Um, The band that was playing when um, Jason's like talking about not getting on the quad rugby team. um, They're called Lil Captain Travis. And they were playing at the Continental Club in Austin. So, oh, that was one of my fact. film facts. Oh, shoot. Sorry. Well, okay. one last thing to do. <laughs> and then <laughs> um, I thought this was cool. Um, Linda Martell has a song in this episode. Um, and she's an American rhythm and blues country music singer. And in 1969, she became the first African-American woman to play um, the Grand Ole Opry. So oh, very oh, wow. cool. Right? Um, so... Yeah, this episode was interesting music-wise. It was a lot of kind of oldies. Um, mm-hmm. And my two favorites were actually when um, Tammy and Eric were dancing and then also when Eric and Julie were dancing. Yeah. Um, so this first song is called Your Picture by Clarence Frogman Henry. And the Clarence second one I'll play Frogman. is called... <laughs> I know. Where do you get that the... kind of nickname? <laughs> by I being know, a frogman. A... He's... Because he's a frog. Um, and then... <laughs> and then... Um, only You Babe by Curtis Mayfield. So here's some classics. I look up and see your picture. I try to smile just for me. It brings back a lot of memories. Very. I love that kind of music. I do too. Me too. That's the kind of music I like to cook to, you know? I was about to say, that's the music yes. I like play around my house. <laughs> yeah. Same. Or clean. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cleaning, cooking, just housekeeping. Let's put on like yeah. my Johnny Cash radio or, or um, actually lately I've been playing um, like really classical Mexican music because I watched Frida, Ooh, wow. the Selma Hayek one. Yeah. And oh. the soundtrack is a dope but sometimes it's really intense and my dad was here last week and he walked in and my music is like it's like it's like what are you doing like, but oh, your you dad also 
classically listened to Phantom of the Opera really loudly when no one was home. He does. Shout he, out. That shout one, out that's John an Rutledge. infamous uh, Rutledge family story. Yes. Um, but yeah, I love to listen to this music when I'm doing some uh... housekeeping. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'll come back later. Okay. Anyway, um, so this is Only You, Babe, Curtis Mayfield. And this played um, when they were dancing at the end. the only words only you babe love it right so fun all right that's all i got you want to do some some film facts let's roll the tape let's do it um all righty so this is a fun little episode we get out of dylan um, I mean, I guess Jason's been in Austin for a while, but yeah, um, yeah we go to Stonehenge. That was fun. <laughs> I know. I actually looked up how far I away that place I literally was wondering is. what that was, too. <laughs> yeah. Stonehenge, yeah. too. It's a real place. Um, I can't believe I've never been there. Uh, but it is in Ingram, Texas. And apparently this guy whose name I didn't write down built it with his buddy for n- no reason. Wow, no reason. Just like I know, the original I, start it's an art installation. <laughs> yeah, just a piece of art. I looked up how far it was from me because I was like, if it's like twenty minutes Ingram. away, I'll go. But it's like two and a half hours, so I'm eh. not go eh. visit. Um, but yeah, it was kind of cute, you know, rocks and stuff. But yeah, that was real. And <laughs> um, yeah, so this episode was directed by our boy Jeff Reiner. Um, who does High Fidelity and the wonderful Dirty John. He and Connie Britton must be buds. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So I always love a good Jeff Reiner episode. I think this one was really well done. We get a lot of variety of places. We go back to the football field. Um, I thought they did a great job with that. Um, But, yeah, other than that, it was a pretty straightforward episode. I don't have a ton of fun facts for you guys. Monica stole okay. one of mine about the Continental Club I in know, Austin. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, <laughs> Jason is now back from Austin, so we're not going to see any more of that. Although we do, at the end of this season, yeah. have some fun on-location uh, yes. scenes. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so my fave frame from the episode. Oh, yeah. What was um, it? My fave frame was they don't do they do their tight shots for almost the whole episode always. But we did get a really lovely wide shot at the father daughter dance of Angela and Tyra. And I thought it was really sweet. There's a moment where Tyra kind of throws her head back and laughs and then they cut to wide and the whole dance looked really good. I thought it looked really sweet. It wasn't overdone or cheesy. Mm -hmm. You actually like it felt like a high school dance. It was emotional. 
yeah, yeah. you felt like people were having yeah. fun. The music was amazing. Um, and I just thought it was a really sweet scene. It was well put together. I think it could have easily been cheesy with the Tyra and her mom stuff. But yeah. I think the way that they laid out the scene and um, then cut to wide to sort of see all the fathers and daughters and uh, Tyra and her mom right there in the middle was really, really beautiful job. I also like that they had like her and her mom there, but didn't make like a big like episode deal out of it where it was yes. like making a point about it. It was just like, oh, this was something that they chose to do, which I just thought was right. sweet. And I'm glad yeah. they didn't cho- choose to show, do a bunch of reaction shots of other people at the dance looking yeah. at them and stuff. It didn't matter. Yeah. Like no one was even, they were just having their own little party right there in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. Um, and then mm-hmm. this episode is a series wrap on Waverly, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. <laughs> Literally... Uh, Finally talks about her mental disorder and then we just kick her out. And she has a beautiful scene and some amazing line delivery of talking about bipolar and explaining it in a really matter of fact and uh, really open way to smash. And she they have this beautiful conversation and they open this whole box and then that's it. Slam it shut. Yeah. But. So, yeah, yeah, Catherine, we were talking about how on the last episode, um, they do actually a really great job of portraying her mental health um, issues. And like, you know, it's not cartoonish. It's not over the top. um, And it's it's really well done just in the episode itself. But and we're assuming it was a contract issue or whatever, but it's just unfortunate that they don't, um, you know, carry that story kind of a bummer there's actually two two big things that they just never follow up with in this episode one is waverly which is so unfortunate it was such a beautiful thread that they were pulling at and uh aisha davis is amazing and then also lila driving asha asha it's asha oh yeah and then (laughs) lila's car stunt which was they did a great job of oh my Um, god it looked it looked great um i'm Sure, I could. I looked up and I couldn't find anything about um, them filming that scene because the internet was too busy being annoyed by the fact that they never address it again. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. Wait, yeah. really? Yeah, There's no we'll, follow up. We'll see in the follow up episodes, but it is never spoken of. <laughs> so that's wild, y'all. It's right, a dream you, sequence. She that... didn't really do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she definitely did. Did you it. see that um, TikTok that was like went viral about that guy? who was hit a car and then like he was clearly on like some kind of drugs like some teenage kid and they're like yelling at him and then he does like the exact same thing he like drives into like five different cars <gasps> oh my god and then just like jumps out of his car and like runs inside to a store i'll find it i hate humans. and and there was no follow-up it didn't really happen. no follow-up i have no idea what happened <laughs> <laughs> probably got away with it because he's a white straight male All right yep. well Dang, that's crazy much like that tiktok Yes. Lila also, yeah, we never revisit this. So never. I don't know. Wild. <laughs> yeah, kind of wild. I don't know why they chose to do that. I liked that she did that. I thought it was it. I yeah. thought it made sense to where Lila is right now. She's like totally spiraling quietly on the outskirts. No one is giving her the time of day. Everyone yeah. around her has let her down, abandoned her or abused her in the last two episodes. She's having a really rough time. If I were her, I would drive a fucking car into a window as well. Yeah. But yes, no repercussions on that. Um, And 
it's really anticlimactic. And that's how I'm also going to end my own segment. The end. (laughs) (laughs) The end. Good job. (laughs) Cool. Well, before we break it down, um, my monsplain is actually going to be a little clip of one of my favorite scenes of the episode um, that had some football moments in it. So here we go. <laughs> you scared Catherine. I know. <laughs> he, he can't. You have to play in college can't even hit that route. Well, you can't hit it. It's just an automatic six for the so other team. Coach doesn't even have Look at playbook. me and listen to me. When you're doing your drop, you look off the weak side safety. It means you keep your head left, okay? As soon as Riggins makes his break, you open your body up, let the ball go on the break, high and outside. Any corner in this league is going to break on that. Then he's got a sure interception. But he doesn't because you're putting the ball high and outside where only your man can get it. You hit the slants. You hit the posts. They'll respect you. You hit this pattern, they will fear you. Let me see you running. Get on the line. Chills. Love it. I love you that. You did such a good job with the music. I know. I just, and I love his delivery of, They'll respect you if you do this, but if you do this other thing, they'll fear you. And we um, see Scott Porter, or excuse me, Jason, mm-hmm. have like, like he's just been so beaten down. He can't find something that works for him that he can succeed in. And we, you just start to see him guiding and molding another football yeah. player. And we see shadows of something that might, that he might excel might. in. Exactly. So I'm not going to explain everything that he said. Um, obviously, when Matt's like, that's just an automatic six for the other team. That just means an automatic touchdown for the other team. Um, but he says something about a slant route, which I don't know if I've explained before, but here we go again. A slant route is a pattern run by a receiver in football where the receiver runs up the field at approximately a 45 degree angle heading to the gap between the linebackers and the linemen. So he was like, you know, hit your slants, whatever. That's pretty typical. But he was saying if you can hit like a high and outside pass. So he's like, it's only a pass that his receiver can catch and not be picked off. Um, That's what's going to make them fear him. So that's all I got. Nice. Yeah. Which makes sense because Matt was talking about, um, at the Alamo freeze, he was saying he's not going to be able to see up over their line, um, yeah. that they're really tall right. and stuff. So hitting high and outside would make sense. Exactly. Football. Right. Football. Sports. Ball. Sports. Fun fact, I've Sports. never gone to a school with a football team. That's true. Belmont and then, oh, you're yeah, all girls oh, high school. school. Dang. Interesting. Yeah. Well. So does, yeah. do you like it? I mean, do you like watching it or you're kind of like, I don't really care. Um, I, I I don't not like it. Like I do. I love, I love watching football with other people. Mm -hmm. Like I enjoy like as an activity. Like I, yeah, I enjoy like drinking and like making dips and then like eating and watching football football related food as well. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I would ever actively choose to just like watch football. I will say my, um, uh, as a single woman, I tell um, my dating prospects that my best quality um, and what makes me such an amazing eligible bachelor it, is that I don't have a football team. So they are able to present the opportunity to have a oh. new fan. And I'm, it, I'm just saying it has worked out mm. in the past. People are like, that. oh, great. Like you're going to be 
a Giants fan this year. Oh, great. You're going to be an Eagles fan this year. Yeah, no Perfect. problem. Love yeah. them. Just a chameleon. I love it. Yeah. But then yeah. you have to watch football with them all the time. <laughs> yeah, that part's not great. <laughs> it's not great. I don't mind having a, a football boyfriend. I've had, I think the worst sport of boy is hockey. Mm. They're the worst. Because it's just like so aggressive. Yes. There's a certain yeah. type of person. Toxic yeah, masculinity, y'all. Yes. Oh, yeah. A, yeah. Right. They don't give a fuck about anything, hockey players. I'm serious. <laughs> hockey players, like, I feel like Except those are types of guys that, like, don't brush their teeth. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally. That is exactly the scenario. Unfortunately, not a, not a ton of them, probably. Well, actually, is Denver big hockey? Yeah. I know. Chicago and California, please remove yourselves from Colorado. That would be swell. <laughs> and now it is true i actually feel like a lot of people i know from california are like moving to colorado now it's all the texans that Sorry. are coming when I, I get on hinge and they're all from freaking texas i'm like i specifically came here to get away from y'all <laughs> texas forever or speaking of someone from texas <laughs> just messaged me this on hinge just now what? everything mm-hmm. cute has a dark side what's yours Ew. Should I just say I have cancer? Dating men like you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I've done that before. They're like, that's a pretty harsh joke. And I'm like, it's not a joke. <laughs> a joke. It's actually not a joke at all. I'm actually in search of a caretaker slash sexual partner. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. I love this episode. I this did too. Of, it was, it was really a good episode. So far. Yeah. It was fun. It had like a lot of... Um, it was like a change of pace. We had we saw a lot of different places and kind of different combinations of people. It felt really fresh. Agreed. On a fresh new Friday. On a fresh Gilmore Girls. I almost <laughs> said it. And I was not uh, so we start out with Julie being like, "We're moving again, aren't we?" And it 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 continues the confusing past of the Taylors. Like, where have they been I before? Know. When did have, are they in Texas mm. always? How long have they been in Dillon? Like, I liked her line, when you told me yeah. that we were going to move to Dillon, I wanted to vomit. <laughs> very, <laughs> very teen angst, Julie. Yes, true, true. <laughs> but I do feel for her in this episode. Um, yeah. I mean, I, n- I never moved. I actually used to be jealous of people that had moved before. I, like, really wanted right. to move or, or, like, to know what it was like to pack all of your stuff and, like, live somewhere different. Um, but from the fa- fabricated and contradictory backstory that we know of the Taylors, uh, they have moved a lot and yeah. that would be super hard. And Julie's in the middle of high school, um, and they've yeah. already moved. She's already had to readjust to a different high school. Having to readjust to more than one high school would be really hard. Yeah. I'm lucky that my only big move was like in second grade. Younger. So yeah. it was, it was hard and scary I mean we were excited I remember like when our parents told us we're like oh we're moving from New York which you don't really think is cool when you're little because you're like oh I get to live in a big house with a yard and a pool and like yeah you know there's like like normal Texas was like cool was like exciting to us as a child um but it was a definitely big adjustment and it would be so much bigger in high school because that yeah that is such a long like process of getting really settled into a yes. friend group into your interests and and yeah. she makes the point she's yeah, like yeah. I already like struggle to fit in kind of I mean she's not like she's not a Tyra she she's yeah, right. she does dance she's not an athlete 
like her dad is a football coach, so people know her, but she's kind of a little loner, bookworm. She's yeah, a student. She, she's not, yeah. She's, she doesn't just immediately seem to gravitate towards people in a popular friend group or whatever. So I would imagine her adjustment has been difficult. And she and Matt's relationship has grown a lot, and he is like her best friend. And she's just now like really getting in with Tyra. Her yeah. first, like, girlfriend. I guess she has Lois, mm-hmm. who we, like, only ever meet. Never see. We, we see her some... <laughs> it's funny, though, yeah. because she's a, the type of character that you feel like we we never see her, so they might as well just leave her out. But then every once in a while, she'll appear, and, and you're like, Lois? <laughs> right. I, I just picture her, like, in the cafeteria. Like, that's... Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I would be... I would be where Julie is. I would be throwing a fit and super devastated. Yeah. Yeah. So Jason um, doesn't make the team. Yeah, my next note says quad rub- rugby looks scary. Yeah. So oh my gosh. And the so sound intense. editing, they like the, uh, oh, the clinking and like Yes, they add all the football <laughs> yeah, noises the to it. You can tell they just like cl- double clicked into their like football foley folder and it's all the ooh ah, yeah. and they just like <laughs> added it to the quad rugby scenes. <laughs> It's so true. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's that intense even without the sound. I, yeah, you know, I mean, additions. Are, I just scary. worry for their fingers. Don't their fingers get smushed? Oh my God. I think about it all the time. I know. Uh, yeah. I mean, even Maybe playing every season of it. basketball, I jammed my finger. Like, yeah. I can't even imagine like ramming into someone with my wheelchair. Yeah. Like, yeah. Very yeah. intense. Um, but yeah, Jason's golden boy doesn't make the team. Yes. And he is blindsided by that i loved herc's line when he's like you truly have a spectacular ego i know um, i was the best athlete out there another thing i loved about this episode we got another herc dishing truth to jason moment which i always love yeah do we want to play it i really liked that his herc little is monologue. like herc is like jason's rafiki <laughs> oh my god he is. right he's the only one like, kind of kind of strange kind of different and he's like bop you on the side of the head you know <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> Follow Rafiki. He know the way. All right. I'm um, going to find it. <laughs> I have it at uh, 445. Oh, tell me. 445. Okay. And and Herc's point is correct. Jason is still used to being the star boy. And um, he just, he 100% expected to make that team and to yeah. be the star of the team. Had no so. doubts. I mean, like yeah. his face when they told him, he was yeah. so shocked. Here we go. You guys up for me. Wow. You have a truly spectacular ego. You know that? Herc, shut up. Listen to me here, all right, stud? You're good. You may have the best raw skills out there, but hold off on the conspiracy theories. You ain't on a team because you're not comfortable in a chair yet. And that's gonna take years. I really needed this. Look, I know you did. We all did. It's a championship, QB. Not therapy. Love it. Herc is like, look down there. <laughs> See who you are. Who you are. Um, but I love to, he's like, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, you're really yeah. good. Great. Congrats. Yeah. You have to spend more time in your chair until yeah. you can be on the team. And that's, and the I reality. Like, you, you know, know, that's just the reality. 
when Jason's like, I really needed this. That's that was the moment that I felt for him. But I love when he was like, we all need this. Yeah. Like we are all. Why are you different than us? Yeah. 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 Loved loved that. Um, classic Herc uh, putting Jason in his place. Yep. And then and Herc is like, it's not therapy. Jason is like, OK, fine. I'll go and find another unofficial therapist. Susie. Yeah. I'll dump my problems exactly. on her. her. Her tongue is my Such therapy. Such a whiny boy in this episode. He is. He was on my nerves. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Stop crying. But I was glad to see, I mean, and we'll we'll get there, but that, you know, they finally, like, he kisses someone else. Like, something is happening here. Because yes. it's like, clearly Jason and Lila yeah. are not working. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was growing tired of that as well. I was ready for something to break. <laughs> it had been bending yeah. for too long. Yeah. <laughs> Um, did y'all notice Tim's bedroom lighting situation? No. It's a huge health hazard. No. There's just like draping array of string lights that are like all tangled and just an electrocution <laughs> nightmare all just right above his bed like a spider web. notice that. <laughs> it's extreme hazard. <laughs> it's not up to code. <laughs> but um yes neighbor girl comes over knock knock mm-hmm. knock pick yeah. up my son from school and i love when i mean we've already discussed him coming in his um sunglasses Ugh, we can discuss but when again. he's like he's like sorry i was late and he goes are you kidding that was amazing or whatever i know he's like, that was yeah. the best so yeah that so scene oh my god i also like he used his full name too he's like tim riggins yeah. me up. School. so cute so cute <laughs> Um, let's see. Okay. Okay. Next we have, uh, Waverly talking to Smash. Yes. Which I really enjoyed that scene. I did too. I liked her. I liked her explanation. Again, I felt like it was a really honest depiction of her mental health issues. And I think that she was being really mature in the way that she was describing them. She was being gentle. She was like, well, it means I have really... You know, it's like mood swings. Sometimes they can yeah. be dangerous. And she like really explains to him the gambit of like why it's not just um, something mild and um, why it's yeah. made her life difficult. And I think Smash's, you know, talking to his boys about it is yes was horrible, but also realistic. I, li- I liked I mean, it. He's, he's like waves yeah. crazy. <laughs> like he's right. just not but gonna get tell- it. He, like he's yeah. seventeen. Like he's not gonna be mature enough. Yeah. To, like, yeah. Yes, I thought that was very realistic. I mean, he does care about her, but it's too much for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's um, right. And so then they just write her out. <laughs> and so they just say goodbye. Yeah. Um, and that's her last scene. That's a series wrap. Yeah. Which we we should say, um, the actress retweeted us because we um, tweeted her as our fave frame last time. So thanks, Asha Davis. Asha Davis. Oh, I wrote, next we get, Riggins saves Bo from bullies. My ovaries, ow. Yeah, they're they're hurting. They're hurting. They're hurting. This was one of those moments where I just look down and I'm pregnant. Yeah. All of a sudden. Monica's pregnant again. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pregnant again. It's just, it needs to stop. <laughs> you take it up with the writers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I liked Landry's pep talk to Matt. Yes. Okay. But so I'm, I'm going to play that. But before I do, this was my favorite um, Coach Taylor moment talking about how Julia's going to love our. Um, oh, love God. Austin. <laughs> yeah. Austin's a, it's, you know, it's an arty kind of town. You're arty. Art. It's arty. arty. It's, a good, it's a good match. 
Mm -hmm. And there's there's a lot of culture in Austin. There's there's a lot of dance. You love dance. There's a, there's a hell of a lot of dance. There's dancing all over Austin. There's an Austin <laughs> dance troupe. Tell tell her. Tell her about all of it. There are lots of different kinds of dancing, honey, and they've, they've got a beautiful ballet. No, they've got an excellent ballet there is what they got. <laughs> they got some top-notch balleters. <laughs> so top-notch balleters. She's top -notch Tammy is looking at him and she's like, stop. And then like, the second he's, out. Yeah. The second he says that, Julie's like out of there. <laughs> Yeah. She's well, like, see, guys, that's why I moved to, Art to Austin, because I'm already You're already town. Yeah. yeah. I thought you so moved because of the ballerers. <laughs> right. And the top-notch ballerers. And that there's dancing all over Austin all the time. <laughs> they're dancing all <laughs> over Austin. <laughs> Ooh. Hello. Good morning. Um, but yes, this was Landry's little um, tidbit that this was my favorite Landry line. Yes. Coach loves you. All right. You, you are... You are his little engine that could. Okay? <laughs> You're his sea biscuit. You're his sea biscuit. <laughs> so good. His little engine that could. That is totally Matt. The little engine that could. Absolutely. Landry Landry uh, fluffs him up like that. And then he goes, you'll never be second string again. Right, Julie? And Julie goes, yeah. 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 <laughs> Awkwardly. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> Way to cover it. <laughs> uh-huh. So Tyra's mom is definitely threatened by the Tammy and big time Tyra relationship. Yeah. And it's yeah. awkward. Yeah. That, uh, school meeting was awkward, but yeah. also awkward to watch just because you get that feeling. Tammy is just so much stronger than her. They can't even yeah. communicate mm -hmm. on the same plane. You know, Angela is like, and Angela does have a kind of a point. I mean, she's coming from a place. She's coming from the world that she knows where right. getting out is difficult to impossible. You can make yourself, in her opinion, you can make yourself happy just by kind of depending on other, like you can figure it out. Just yeah. depend on other men or like do what you can to get by and that's fine. So like she's not wrong. She just is coming from a really small bubble that she's never pushed herself mm -hmm. out of. And seeing her sitting next to Tammy, it's just like Tammy has so much strength as a, a woman and as an educator and uh, Angela just kind of pales in comparison when they sit next to each other. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's not like a drug addict. Like, I think she's doing okay. And Tammy's like, oh, yeah, she's oh, like, no, no of course. Girl. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they just like weren't communicating. You know, Tammy was like, I was hoping you could like help me help your right. daughter succeed. And she just kind of shuts her down. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, what about Susie and Jason smooch? I know. I, I I actually thought it was really funny when he was like, you know, why did y'all break up? And she's like, he's like, um, she slept with my so best friend. She goes, I'd propose. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That, that was, was pretty good. good. I'd propose. But I mean, Susie is a good character. I like her. Um, yeah. I think she, they put her there to voice all of our obvious like reactions. To, yeah. To, to finally put on paper what is going on with Jason and Lila because neither of them are saying it. And they kind of need this second set of eyes to be like, what are you doing? Like, you proposed to her because she had an affair. What is a total outside perspective. Yeah. And like, the, this town, you're unhappy. They don't even like you anymore. And you want to stay because you're tied to this. You know, she really kind yeah. of gives them some contrast. And Jason is, I like, I like Susie for him. <laughs> I know. Yeah. She's kind of the Nala. Oh, in this dynamic. Oh, God. <laughs> also, this is funny because oh, the, her Rafiki thing, 
literally earlier, there was a clip that I played where Jason kind of sounds like Simba. So this is just, I'm just in this world right now. Um, but you know, yeah, she's like, you can leave Pride Rock. You could leave Dylan. Do whatever you want. <laughs> While they sit I mean, no. on rock. Wait, she wants him to come back to Pride Rock. Sorry. So it's not really working. I'll digress this um, <laughs> metaphor. Well, you gave it your all. I gave it my all, guys. Um, but yeah, I like what she says to him. And I like that Jason opens up to her. I mean, he does need a like real life therapist, but I guess Susie will do. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, he is not, he doesn't want Lila right now. No. Um, he just wants to find a purpose. And Lila and him are not on the same page. He feels really like uh, shackled to her. Yeah. And um, they have this sort of freeing moment where he just gets cathartic, gets to kind of laugh at the crazy drama that he's been going through with Lila and kind of relaxes and gives a little, a little smoochy poo. But I liked it because yeah. it wasn't like a hot, steamy hookup. It was just like an emotional, right. comfortable. Yeah. It was kind of sweet. Yeah. I know. I kind of liked it. I didn't mind it. No. Um, y'all, this is the energy I want all of us to bring into 21. Kicks some serious ass. All right. Well, that, but also this. I don't know. Mwah. We run in and get Mama soda with one of those delicious limes you put in it. Okay. Thank well, you. Don't forget. Who's it gonna be? Me. Love it, guys. Love who's it. it gonna be? It's me. Me. Bet on yourself. Believe in yourself. I'm gonna say that to myself in the mirror every morning. Yeah. Who's it gonna who's be? Who's it gonna be, Carly? Me. Me. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think about Tim's bully theory? I mean, this is where I I sympathize with, with the males, even though, yeah. as we've stated, a lot of them are assholes. But, you know, that's got to be a tricky thing to navigate because you can't just tell a bully, like, you know, you can't really um, ignore them, them with she your says, words. I, I, tell, I teach them to ignore the bullies and they'll go away. That's and what that's said. not going to happen. Nope. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the solution is, but, yeah, that's what uh, Dax Shepard talks about. He's like, I'm so glad I have girls because yeah. I would be teaching my boys to fight back. Like, I don't know what oh, else yeah. to teach them. I, I would, yeah. too. I agree with Tim. I don't think I think it's important to teach boys when like there is a line where you take a step back and there is a line yeah. when you need to defend yourself, yeah. not just for men, but physically more often for boys when they're younger. Um, yeah. We didn't really beat on each other, you know. We just tra- talked trash. We just on aim. emotionally traumatized each other. Yeah, emotionally yeah. beat each other down. <laughs> right, right. Much preferable. Yeah. Um, but because because of bones, the, bones, the yeah. words will literally we'll, live with you forever. Yeah, <laughs> right. We'll destroy your soul. <laughs> um, oh, there's a great band that is one of my angsty ones. I I like to listen to when I'm feeling nostalgic. It's called Between the Trees. Oh, I love them. They have a song. Them. That says, sticks and stones may break my bones. Your words, they surely kill. Because they do. They do. But yeah, I like his, I think that, especially for a kid like Bo, who's automatically a target, he's tiny. Um, I mean, why not teach them to he's defend tiny. themselves? I know. They're, they're, like, those kids aren't going to go away. No, like, amount of interfering with the teachers or the school or the kids' moms, like, fighting his battles for him. Just teach him right. to throw a punch. Oh, yes, here's my here's my position. Yes, it's okay because he's teaching him to defend himself, not to be actively aggressive. So yes. he's not like, you need to go ki- 
kick some ass at school. It's like, no, you're getting picked on a ton. Mm -hmm. So here's little ways that you can maybe defend yourself. Like, I think that's okay. I think so too. I think, and, and I think it's important to teach them when to not engage. Exactly. Like, here's the line when, when there are kids pushing you around, you know, if, if you have a teacher nearby, like go get them or whatever. If you're in an alleyway walking home from school and they find you, put your dukes up. <laughs> yeah. Put them up. Yeah. Anyways, I thought that was a sweet moment. And I like that she kind of caves. I know. Yeah. She's like, okay, you have a point. Although that's Come totally. Come over and watch uh, so Back to the Future. For, for me, the moment where I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to sleep with this high school boy was when he carried Bo to bed. Oh, but, for yeah. her, but for her, it was this moment. Remember, she mm. walks away and stops and kind of like turns back and looks at him and then keeps walking. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> yeah, that's when she, her, that's her mind was made up. I also had this like really, this thought won't leave my brain about this scene, how Bo goes and gets her a soda with the limes. Okay, I hope they had cut limes already in their fridge or is he just like whipping out a knife and like oh. slicing up limes He's like on a soda. cutting board like... <laughs> I'm like, is he cutting lime wedges? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that really bug- bugged me. That's true. That's true. Um, okay, so next we see Tyra's mom come and, like, pull her out of the Taylor's home. What did you think of that scene? Yeah, that was uncomfortable. Yeah. I thought it was a little over the top. Like, you know, when she's like, I'm a mom and I provide for my family and I'm going right. to, you know, it, I, think I think it, it could have just... Though. It did track, but I feel like she could have just come in and been like uncomfortable and then, then be like, you can stay for dinner. And she's like, no, I'm OK. Like, we're we're going to go eat together because this did is you my guys ever, instead of yeah, really. Did y'all did your moms ever have a, an insecurity like that? About like other families, other moms. Oh, yes. Particularly totally. in like the like their house is homier, more put together. It's always like, I don't know if your parents did this, but my mom always did it where it was like, they, she wouldn't like say that she's insecure. She'd be like, we're just not like other families. Like, like, sorry, your family's friend, your friends are all have like rich parents that like, like they would do it like that, where it wasn't like her being like, I want that, but being like, not everyone's like this, Catherine. Mm -hmm. My mom is pretty sensitive about, I mean, dinner time was really important. Like she would get... There were a few instances, whether it was me or one of the other kids, kind of getting yeah. almost like too cozy with another family. Mm. And I mean, we had lots of issues in our family. Love my family, but like everyone, there was a right. lot of stress. There are issues, yeah. And a lot of a lot of stress in my childhood. And I think there was this particular sensitivity just like this where it was never true, but that we would want if we would sort of like be going to other people's house. She would be scared that we were at other people's houses because their family was like safer, more put together, calmer. Mm-hmm. They'd all sit around and make chili together, more like um, Norman Rockwell than us. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, my mom was sensitive about that in this way, and not as harsh as Angela. But there are definitely times where you're driving back from a friend's house, and I wanted to stay the night or something, and she's like, "You know what? Well, at." At our house, like, I make dinner for the family, too. You know, I do just as much as that, Mom, you know, kind of thing. And I... I it's the mother man- manipulation of the, uh, yeah. like, I must have been the worst mother. Yes. Um, right. And you I didn't just go remember, to summer camp. <laughs> yeah. I just remember, like, uh, like, Angela's tone when she says, like, I make three meals a day for my family, just like you. You know, like, that right. little sassy tone yeah. struck a bell with me. I don't, my mom was never that 
outright about it. But I remember growing up hearing her get a little quippy about stuff like that sometimes. Yeah. I think think there's an extreme. There's an extreme to take it to, but I'm sure that's going to happen for like, I'm sure like, you know, when your kid comes home and is like talking like so highly of another family, you're going to be like, well, do you like it over here too? Like, (laughs) I can see how that's like kind of triggering. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of in weeds, how Silas, uh, is like obsessed with his girlfriend's family. He's always over there for dinner and like they have it. He's really close with her dad. Like he, they don't, his dad died. Mm -hmm. Um, and so her mom gets, or his mom gets really insecure about the fact that he's sort of like viewing them as an adopted family and that her dad is like a father figure to him and she gets Mm. insensitive or uh, sensitive about it. But I get where Angela is coming from. Um, Yeah, it was definitely extreme and awkward to watch, but you hear what she really thinks on the way home when she's like, we can't afford that. And I think it's rude for her to sort of like take her privilege and like put those ideas in your head just because like she does can't comprehend the fact that it's not something that's available. But also, um, then we see again how small her worldview is. Like, sim- yeah. if she just, if Tyra asked Tammy about that, she'd be like, oh, there are financial aid programs. I will, I'm the one who's going to help you apply to them. You know, simple yeah. solution. But Angela's world is really, her vision is really short-sighted, I think. Because the Taylors aren't rich. It's not like yeah. Tammy's like this rich lady being no, like promising all these things. she's a football coach. Right. In fact, I already right. wonder about the house they have now. <laughs> exactly. And Holy. it's like, no, she's just trying to, you know, help her out. And I'm sure yeah. all those realistic things will come into play once mm-hmm. they actually start doing the work. But yeah, it's not some like rich, lofty yeah. ideas. But yeah. I get how it would feel like an attack. If you didn't go to college, yeah. if you had made certain life choices. Right. And your daughter's like, I want to escape everything that you chose. That you chose. But yeah. I loved her line of, uh, she just goes, it's just not right for her to be filling your head like that. And I I just wrote down, she's anti-head filling. Women's heads (laughs) should never be filled. Never be filled with anything but... um, Don't fill them up. Right. Keep them empty. Um, So now we have have the big bad buddy reveal, which I would like to play because this was intense. This scene was really well done. Lila, I do not want you taking his side again. I'm not taking sides. Yes, you are, Lila, and it hurts. I didn't, Mom. He made one mistake. Doesn't he deserve a second chance? I mean, you can at least talk to him. No. Please. One mistake, remember? You don't know what he is. He made one mistake. He is a liar. He is my father. He has been unfaithful to me for our entire marriage. It isn't just Angela. You don't think I know about Ruth, your last secretary, and why she left home? What are you talking about? And I am sorry that you have to hear this. I am sorry your own daughter has to hear me say this. Mom, you bastard. Look what you have done to us. I am sorry. Pam, please. Lila? Let daddy in, honey. Ooh, yeah, so heavy. This was I a, thought that scene was so well done. It was so well done because, and it's so true to life. I think that there are so many situations like this yeah. where, first of all, Lila's trying really hard not to get in the middle of them, but she kind of yeah. can't help herself. And Buddy is, his acting is amazing as well. Brad Leland does such a great job of making you kind of empathize with him for quite a bit for most of this episode until this scene. Yeah, but. Just like in real life, there's more to the story than the kids understand about their parents' yeah. fight. Like what the kid sees 
their about their parents' fight is like the tip of the iceberg. And if you imagine like in your own relationships, your f- fights are like if you have siblings with kids and stuff, you understand how much of your relationship goes on behind closed doors that doesn't involve the kids. And yeah. so her mom reveals to her like this is the 80th time, <laughs> not the first. Yeah. It's and so sad that she's I like, yeah. I hate that you have to hear this, but I know. Yeah. But she does yeah. have to hear it. Her mom was right. Her mom was right to keep it from her until that moment or until she yeah. needed to tell yeah. her that. Whew. Um, and then Lila gets it and she's like, okay, it? screw it's you. Totally. <laughs> betrayed. Yeah. But yeah. And then her world crumbles again. A poor girl. Yeah. She's going through it. Yeah, she is. But that scene was was really well done. Yeah. Brad Brad Leland was super awesome. Yeah. So when uh, Jason's trying to buy beer and Mm -hmm. this great moment happens. Appreciate your business, Sergeant Riggins. Sergeant Riggins. Did you recognize that guy? He comes back in like season four or five. Really? I kind of did. He crashes. I couldn't remember if it was just from watching the show. Tim crashes with him later on. He's like a total weirdo creep. Like, has <gasps> oh, like yes, pet ferrets and stuff. Yeah. Yes, the like oh, meth God. trailer. <laughs> the thing. meth guy. Yes. Yeah. So he comes back. That's oh, the I just noticed. Wow. Can't um, wait to see him again. Yeah. But let's play this I guy's. Liked Jason's line in that scene when uh, he won't sell him beer and he goes, What? Because I'm a cripple? And right. He goes, No, because you're not, or because you're 18. <laughs> right. You're 18. Yeah. But let's play the guys hang because I absolutely love it. Yes, yeah. the scene was so cute. So good. So what do, you, what do you mean she's bipolar? It means she's crazy. Look, Matt, it just means that she got issues. You know, it's like everybody else in this town. Jason's so mature. Well, how are you handling it? Yes. Checking it like a man, Maddie. You know, <laughs> avoiding the calls, ducking out, hiding in the bushes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I present to you, 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 the great and noble man of the Yellow Panther football. Thank come you, on, baby. Come on, baby. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Here he come, baby. All oh, don't miss a step now. Come on down, baby. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Come on down, baby. Timmy Riggins. No, no, Rick. Seriously, remember Spivey said he'd catch anyone oh. messing around out here. He's they're, they're gonna lose game time. You see what I've been putting up with all season? <laughs> come on, Sarah. So what they gonna do, huh? Bench you? Start me? <laughs> Look. <laughs> also, me. Tim was drinking liquor, so there was also liquor in the mix. So, oh. yeah, I just noticed. Well, they were well supplied. They were well supplied. <laughs> Ew, I bet you they peed all over that football field. Yes, but I love yeah, when they're sharing about sure. like all their endeavors, and he's like, "I just tried to make out with my neighbor, who's like literally in her thirties. Yes. So, <laughs> I love that. So Although, good. He go, he's he says she's at least her mid thirties. I'm like, well, she's like barely thirty. Yeah. I, w- I would guess, like, early 30s. Yeah. Barely. She looks older. Yeah, she looks older. She's very pretty, but she looks older. Yeah. yeah. I, d- I wouldn't peg her for mid-30s. Really? We'll have to figure out how old the actress is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, I loved all of them kind of uh, having a powwow, airing their grievances. Me too. Although Jason doesn't share about Susie. True. Yeah. Just sneaky the purple sneak. card. Yes. Um, but yeah, Smash is like, my girlfriend's bipolar. Tim tried to statutory sleep with his neighbor. <laughs> These boys, they're out of control, y'all. They are. And I need to be locked up. I did notice this could be 
put in the segment of Gilmore Guys, is this homophobic? When oh, he's like, that's yes. so broke back, man. So I literally broke just oh, watched yeah. the Gilmore Girls episode where he's like, Zach tries to get the band back together and he's like, not to get all broke back, but like, I miss you guys. I'm I like, remember that God. being basically a colloquial default. term. But this yeah. was also like during the, this was the, like those years when the like, that's so gay was like yes. a okay. commonly used yeah. phrase. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, I, I also, like- Also they were, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I like the like, you know, don't retroactively like woke test a show because it was yes, like in the yes, context yeah. of where it was. So of it's, course, yeah. Also, it's just funny to think that like back then, Brokeback Mountain was the only movie to like refer to for like a gay like. That's so true. And line. most of the actors were straight. It wasn't even like. Yeah. Pro- pro- was it produced by any like queer people or? Mm, that's a good no, question. I doubt, I doubt that up. Yeah. And. Anyways, but I did find it adorable. I'm really into Matt and Smash's friendship right now. I think Same. they're so cute. It's really cute. Oh, wait, can we play the scene before the, right after they buy the beer when they're sitting in the car talking? Oh, sure, sure. Just to, just to really explain why they also cuddled when they uh, were sleeping on the field. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's cute. All you wear is no, it's not. T-shirts, you got pants and sweatshirts. I'm right, surprised. Thank you for God, son. You didn't have to do that. Now. Cause you got all it's like quilted, you know. <laughs> all you wear is panther gear. It's like, no, you got this jacket on. It's all quilted. <laughs> but yeah, this jacket was cool. I love. I mean, they did this scene so accurately. Like all their personalities gelling. Like you know, Matt's all yes. you know spun up about it, and Smash is like, "See what I've been dealing with." Like he's such a pain in the ass. Like yes. Smash just doesn't care, and he's such so a confident. Sad boy. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you know, Tim and Jason are kind of like the you know the like fathers of the, the group. OG. Yeah. yeah, and they're like awake in the morning, and the guys are sleeping. It's and... like they're babies. <laughs> yes, it was so cute, and I love like. I love when my friends are like asleep in my like in my car or like you know at home or whatever yeah. and it's just like cute it's like oh I feel like they're a parent and <laughs> I just love that moment and I love that finally Tim and Jason are kind of making up because it's kind of Getting like back together, yes yeah. it's it feels perfectly timed like it has been what like 15 episodes or something since the original yeah. kind of encounter mm-hmm. so it feels right like it feels like enough time yeah. has passed where they're like you know what yeah it sucks but I'd rather be your friend than hold and on like to this. Tim Tim was never going to be around closely with Jason while he was still like, I'm a cripple. I had this injury. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Like Tim's just kind of waiting in the wings for Jason to like get to being back to whoever he's going to be on the other side of this injury. Right. And now that Jason is more secure in himself and he's less like wallowing and he's like a whole person again, mm-hmm. it makes sense that they would naturally feel much more comfortable around each other yeah exactly um and then we get a little uh text some texas forevers should we play eric and julie in the car first since that happens before or do we want yeah that's a sweet conversation okay cool love a good car chat so aren't we gonna go in Uh uh-uh i want to talk to you about something you and Matt. Uh, Dad, I Just don't think... Just hang on a second. Let me finish, please. Julie Stammer. I, I, I know you two are very close. Classic. And I know that it's not easy on you leaving this town. And I apologize to you for being insensitive about that. I am sorry. 
Did Mom tell you to say that? No, nope, this is all mine. I also want to say that you are 15 years old, and you are not going to dictate where this family's going to live. But you are also 15 years old, and you also deserve the respect, and you deserve to have your opinion heard by both your mother and myself. Do you really want to know my opinion? I do. My opinion is that when you told me we were going to move to Dillon, I seriously wanted to vomit. And my opinion when we got here was that every fear I had about moving came true. And then it changed. And I was actually happy. I've been moving around my entire life. And for the first time, it just felt like I was at home. And, and I know going to Austin and being some college football coach is your dream. But I have dreams too. And they're coming true right here. I have dreams, that. too. That's so really sweet. Nice and sweet. And what I are love... her dreams? To fuck Matt Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, to become a, a, a famous ballet and Dylan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and we know Dylan. her dance skills are oh, just top-notch. Totally up to snuff. But <laughs> what I do love about this scene, the Taylors are so good at meeting these kids where they are, but also yes. still being like, mm -hmm. I am much older and wiser than you. It's like, let me level with you because, yeah, you're 15 which means, yeah, you're not going to dictate where our family lives and you're young and whatever, but you're also 15 and you feel all these things and they're valid. So yeah. I love that they they do that so well. We saw that with Tammy and Tyra in the last episode. And then this kind of mm -hmm. this kind of mirrored it a little bit for me. Yep. Um, and I and I liked that it wasn't just Julie throwing a temper tantrum the whole episode like Eric, he got he was mad, too. Yeah. You know, he was like earlier in the episode, he was kind of like, you know what? Fine. We, we won't go to the dance. Fine. You know, be mad at me. I'm kind of mad at you too. And I liked that it was like they were fighting, not like Julie was fighting and he kept a level head the whole time. They both yeah. had something to apologize for. They both like had to level with each other. They both kind of had grievances and it was more of an even playing field. Yeah. It was just like, I liked the dynamic, yeah. the kind of daddy daughter argument. Yeah, same. And it was really different than when she fights with her mom. Yeah. And it's sweet. Yeah. She like gets up and she like kisses him on the cheek and they hug. And yes. It was cute. And then they go have cute father-daughter dance. Yeah. Um, and then the Angela Tyra thing was really sweet. I liked it. The yeah. only thing that kind of bugged me is that Angela getting mad about the daddy-daughter stuff kind of came out of the blue. Um, like when they're sitting and eating. And she's like, what is going on with you? You're being so crazy. And she was just like, it's the, the father-daughters everywhere. And I was like, oh. Oh. That's what's bothering you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's related to what she was yeah. upset about. But yeah, it does feel a little strange. Yeah. But she's feeling frustrated with having a non-traditional family situation. Yeah. It makes sense. It just kind of like yeah. came a teeny. It was like almost a, a little bit facilitated, it felt to me. Um, but I love um, her kind of skirt uh, going to the, the daddy-daughter dance with yeah. her daughter. That was fun. It felt like a like a little rom-com-y in like the best way possible, you know? Yeah. Like I, it, I, it reminded me of when 
in Lady Bird when she's going to the dance with Timothy Shamalini is being a dick and then she goes and gets her best friend and then they go together to the dance yes. which is just like yeah. this is who I want to be with right now and um yeah it was just really sweet I loved it was very sweet and she levels with her too she's because this whole episode you kind of wonder like is her mom gonna stamp on her dreams and and truly convince her to do nothing with her life because she definitely could have yeah she, I mean we know that she's done yeah. that before kind of given bad advice um and i the viewer is kind of left to wonder until the end when she's like, I'm proud of you for wanting this. I'm going to try and help you get there. Yeah. All right. Well, let's play the Texas forever scene to close this out. Yeah. That is so broke back, man. (laughs) (laughs) Riggins. Friends? Yeah. Always. Texas forever. Texas forever, man. Aww. It's so sweet and it's so fun that it's so different from the first time they say it, you know, because yeah. in that pilot, they're like, Texas yeah. forever. And Jason says it like kind of ironically this time. He's like, Texas forever. Yeah. Like we're stuck with each other. Yeah. I love yes. It. it was very sweet. Um, more mature version of their uh, dreams. Realized. Yeah, exactly. Loved it. Love it. And then we close out the episode. Tim goes home and neighbor girl is like, come here, big boy. Let's do it. Big boy. <laughs> big boy. He's <laughs> a big boy. Yeah. I bet. Bo can never know. Bo can never know. Bo can never know. Um, so we're going to have to see where that leads. I'm sure nowhere yeah. good. Where you lead, I will follow. Um, and then at the very <laughs> end. the bedroom. We have... <laughs> We have Coach getting the offer, and I love how it ended. He's like, I told them I have to talk to my family first. Yeah. yeah well, he great. had already received the offer. He called them to ask for more time. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, I did yeah. find the la- – it was very sweet, but that last line was a teeny bit cheesy when he was like, I told them I needed more time. I told them our family needed more time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, okay, Eric. We got it. We got it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so – yeah. They're going to take a little bit more time out of respect for Julie before they crush her dreams and pull her away from her boyfriend who has yet to take her flower. (laughs) Um, But yeah, but that decision still kind of hangs in the air. Yeah, that's lingering. So yeah, we know that something's going to go down. Yeah, I like these episodes. And now we've come full circle. I know. going down. I like... (laughs) going down for real it's going down it trumpets by Jason <laughs> but I do love I love these um episodes that end kind of with a finality but also just a little lingering mm-hmm. um unfinished right. business so yeah well I think a lot of unfinished business a lot Lila drove a car into the dealership right <laughs> although we know we're not going to come back to that we know so. we're not going to get an answer no nope. yeah. um but Buddy's situation did not get resolved it's getting worse yeah uh, we don't really know what he's going to do um They've got a big game coming up, and everyone's got some shit going down. Yeah. The only person who is just rowing steady through all the drama is our boy Landry. <laughs> Staying always, afloat. always steady Eddie. <laughs> steady Eddie. Yeah. Love it. 
Well, what a fun episode. I love this one. Me too. Yeah. Shall we wrap, wrap, wrap it up? Yeah. Let's rate it. Do y'all have any stray observations or are we going to dive right into ratings? Um, let's see. I just checked my notes. I don't think I have anything. Take your time. <laughs> I'm still hung up on a hippity hop. <laughs> Hippity hoppity. That neighbor girl should have just hopped on a hippity hop. Bippity boppity. <laughs> Give me the hoppity. Give me the zoppity. Um, yeah, I don't have anything. Um, that's it. All right. The end by Carly Village. Okay. <laughs> Anticlimactic. Yes. <by> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Uh, Ending without a bang. Uh-huh. No bangs. Well. All of us. No bangs zone. No bangs, no deflowerings. (laughs) (laughs) Exceptions will be made for Timothy Riggins. Yes. For sure. Virtually. I can go first if we want. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, I love this episode. Um, It was kind of one that I've, I've been watching some where I'm like really obsessed with like taking notes and like looking at things for the show. And this one I really just kind of sat and enjoyed and obviously took notes as well. But um I just really love this one. I love, even though that we cut out Waverly, that we have that great scene of her explaining um, her disorder. I love, um, I love that Tim and Jason are back together. I just love the boys hanging out. That was like, it was just so happy. And boys are back in town. Boys are back in town, y'all. And yeah, I just loved everything about it. I'm not going to say much more and I'm going to give it a high rating, y'all. I'm giving it a nine out of 10. Nice. Rafiki's. <laughs> Non-existent Rafiki's. Non-existent Rafiki's. Um, I also loved this episode. I thought it was really fun. We get kind of a diverse set of like physical scenery. Mm-hmm. We get some combinations of characters that felt really unique. Everyone's plot takes a step forwards, uh, even though some of them are to be abandoned um we get uh yeah bummed about the series wrap on waverly i would watch i would have watched her for this whole show yeah i loved her but um i love the boys getting back in town i really liked jason's um little diversion with Susie and stonehenge um <laughs> stonehenge i thought it worked and um i love the garrity house showdown he that was really moving and then um the father, da- all the father daughter mechanisms, and how they kind of utilize that to uh, resolve some parent child tension in multiple families was really pleasant and well done. All the music was really kind of like fun and different. It was yeah. just a, a really like a faster paced episode. Like you said, it was just a little bit easier to kind of disappear in. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to be seeing yep. a lot more of that. This is kind of where this show takes a step into its like adulthood. Um, and kind of a step away from it leans on football a lot in this season, in the first season. Yeah. And we're seeing them sort of move away from that and have all of the storylines stand on their own without football um, and become a real big grown up show. Yeah. Coming and of age. I love so much about Tim in this episode. It's yeah. very sexy to me. It's very nice. Um, yeah. And so I'm going to give it. A nine out of ten children inappropriately cutting limes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the one doctor. Yeah, that's it. All right, Catherine, shouldn't be cutting limes that young. You know, I think 
as, as a storyteller myself, no, um, <laughs> from a narrative push forward in the series, I think it was like a great episode where I think a lot of storylines were either ending or moving in a good direction. Like mm-hmm. obviously like Jason it's and really Tim and their relationship and Layla having like all of these internal revelations and being able to come to terms with not only like her relationship with Jason, but also with her father. And I don't know. I just thought overall it was like you said, exactly like you said, like it felt like one of those episodes that actually moved quickly where I think Mm -hmm. some episodes kind of drag on a bit and you get Mm -hmm. stuck in certain scenes for too long. Whereas I think every person, every character was really featured well in this episode. Um, And yeah, I think it was a perfect amount of like sexiness with Tim and (laughs) like dra- flair for drama without being it like too dramatic yes um, yeah so yeah I think I'd also I would I would I'm gonna switch it up and give it like an 8.5 yeah just great. to really knock you guys off here a yeah. little bit um <laughs> <laughs> but always a 10 out of 10 for Tim Reagan exactly yes, yes. I stand by that oh wow top notch nine yes. nine eight point five point five ah uh, well thanks for yeah guys thanks for having yeah me. What a time. of course Our damn so pleasure it's such it's a pleasure just, i feel i feel so so special it's so fun <laughs> and it's so good to see you well, again you over zoom i know yeah, it's been too long <laughs> yeah, i hope you guys are doing well and are not like like we said surviving not thriving but exactly you know, that's all we're we can doing do. it yeah yeah well, we guys can. who's it's it gonna too, be not too shabby over here who's it gonna be me me me, me. there you go May. May. I feel like that rally cry though is a little ambiguous. Like, who's right. it gonna be that goes down? Like, you don't want to say me, right? But like, it, who's I, it gonna it be? Can be whatever you want it to be. Sometimes you gotta go down right. to go back up, right? You gotta go, you gotta down. go down. You're yelling timber. Yeah, <laughs> we're going down. We're going down. I'm yelling timber. <laughs> yes, Catherine. Where can people follow you? Do you want to plug anything you're working on or watching or just enjoying yeah. right now? You know. You can follow me if you'd like um, on Instagram at Seahegdorn. It's not very exciting. Um, it's usually just photos of like my Postmates orders um, <laughs> these exciting. days. Yeah, sounds yeah, exciting to for me. sure. Shout out to Postmates. <laughs> um, be on the lookout where we just announced a new movie that we're going to be doing with Netflix called The Cipher that I'll be executive producing that I'm pretty excited about. It's based nice. on a novel that is currently outselling harry potter on amazon wow so, wow cypher high jenner and yeah jennifer will be starring in it's kind of like an fbi silence of the lambs kind of drama cool. um, Ooh. yeah so Sounds i highly right recommend if you're looking for a fun it's like a great um beach read essentially like you know like just one of those books that you i read in a day yeah put it down. Yes. so if you're looking for a fun read um that's one of the movies that we're we're developing with netflix right now but uh yeah, it's a good read for the time being. So yeah, awesome. check that out. Yeah, I'm excited. That sounds Love fun. And as usual, you can yes. follow us at TX Forever Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Don't forget to join our Panther Pride on right. Facebook. Facebook Friday group. Night Lights Panther Ooh. Pride. Join our Facebook group. We post all kinds of pictures. And um, yeah, for fans of the show, uh, fans of the podcast, and fans of the show, whatever you want. Right. Um, but yeah, follow us. We we do post cool stuff and we have some really exciting guests coming up that we can't tell you about yet, but we're very we're excited about it. and you yep. should be too. Exactly. Uh, On a no, note. Even the ones we have booked book. True, 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 true. Are very exciting. Yes. Um, I have a six degree 
separation from Taylor Kitsch. So I just would nice. like to. Is it so exactly six degrees? You're right there. No, it's, it's actually like one degree, oh. uh, oh. which is very exciting. I worked at this company that I worked at prior to this. Uh, in the studio STX, we did the movie 21 Bridges. And Taylor oh, I did. So I, saw I wasn't on. Yeah, I wasn't on that project, but like all my coworkers and stuff were and oh, new Taylor. Nice. Quite and I was kind of a little bummed that I was not on that one. Yeah. Yes, reason. I would have requested. <laughs> yeah, I know. I would have um, quit my job. But- and also guys don't forget to leave us itunes reviews yes and those are really helpful for you know all those algorithms and such yes and they help the show greatly yes yeah and we love you yeah all right y'all clear eyes full hearts can't can't lose lose. bye y'all bye Bye. make me happy for once All my friends were vampires Didn't know they were vampires Turns out I was a vampire myself in the devil town